Welcome to Relationship Workout for Many, podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 15, Episode 9, What Changes Do You Want? In this episode, we explore what to talk about topic number 9, How Would You Like Things to Be Different? In this topic, you both need to express your needs, wants, desires, and even fantasies from a place of the present moment looking forward. Going back to our example, expressing her needs could be as simple as her describing the exact type of chocolate cake she would like for him to get for her going forward and him agreeing to follow the description exactly. If he's smart, he will even record the description in a place where he can easily retrieve it come her next birthday. Likewise for him, it could be her expressing gratitude for his effort, which could result in her giving him a thank you card or a special massage. That said, when there is a lot of emotional urgency wrapped around an issue, it could mean the needs go much deeper. If you discover a similar issue keeps repeating itself, this is where a therapist can help. But another way to look at this is through Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which are organized in the shape of a pyramid with five levels of needs. The theory goes that you must satisfy needs of a certain level before proceeding to the next highest level, in other words, going up the pyramid. You can see the diagram at relationshipworkout.com slash resources under core number 12 communications. But let me describe the, the pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid are our physiological needs, which includes breathing, food, water, sex, sleep, and even pooping. Physiological needs are biological needs. They consist of needs like oxygen, food, water, and a relatively constant body temperature. They are the strongest needs because if a person were deprived of all needs, the physiological ones would come first in the person's search for satisfaction. Raw sex is also included as part of these most basic underlying needs. The next level up the pyramid includes our needs around safety and security, which includes security of body, employment, resources, morality, the family, health, and property. Describing this level a bit more, when all physiological needs are satisfied and are no longer controlling our thoughts and behaviors, our needs for security can become active. Adults in general have little awareness of their security needs except in times of emergency or periods of disorganization in the social structure such as widespread rioting. Children, on the other hand, often display the signs of insecurity and the need to be safe. That said, being part of a strong relationship can help us to feel safer. The next level up the pyramid includes our love and belonging needs, which include friendship, family, sexual intimacy, and sense of connection. So when the needs for safety and for physiological well-being are satisfied, the next class of needs for love, affection, and belonging can emerge. Maslow states that people seek to overcome feelings of loneliness and alienation. This involves both giving and receiving love, affection, and the sense of belonging. A strong relationship helps to keep the chemistry between two people strong, fueling the deepening of their sexual intimacy. The next level up in the pyramid includes our esteem needs, which include self-esteem, confidence, achievement, respect of others, and respect by others. So when the first three classes of needs are satisfied, the needs for esteem can become dominant. These involve needs for both self-esteem and for the esteem a person gets from others. Humans have a need for a stable, firmly based, high level of self-respect and respect from others. When these needs are satisfied, 
the person feels self-confident and valuable as a person in the world. When these needs are not satisfied, the person feels inferior, weak, helpless, and worthless. A strong relationship results in treating each other with compassionate respect versus judgmental contempt. And at the top of the pyramid, we have the self-actualization needs, which includes morality, creativity, spontaneity, problem-solving, lack of prejudice, and acceptance of facts. Describing this level a bit more, when all the foregoing needs are satisfied, then and only then are the needs for self-actualization activated. Maslow describes self-actualization as a person's need to be and to do that which the person was born to do. A musician must make music, an artist must paint, and a poet must write. These needs make themselves known in signs of restlessness. The person feels on edge, tense, lacking something, in short, restless. If a person is hungry, unsafe, not loved, not accepted, or lacking self-esteem, it can be fairly easy to know what the person is restless about. On the other hand, it is not always clear what a person wants when there is a need for self-actualization. Going back to our example, for instance, at a deeper level, she may have a need for love and belonging. She feels more loved if the man she loves knows little intimate details about her, like what her favorite cake is and that she, she hates surprises. For him, he may have a need to feel respected. What he wants is for her to treat him with respect and not hostility, even if he makes a royal mistake that leads to her feeling extremely disappointed. When people get angry and or feel extremely anxious, they can often become hostile, either passively or aggressively, and can be seen as being very disrespectful. This can create a parallel issue to the one already on the table, one of not being shown respect. In addition, Maslow's hierarchy of needs also shows why a person's trigger demons can highly influence a person's needs. A trigger demon brings up a past pain and makes the person feel unsafe unsafe like the time when the original wound was created. Safety is a common bottom of the pyramid need. It's also important to realize that barriers to expressing needs can get built if there's a fear the other person will respond to honesty with conflict and resistance. It goes back to the need to feel safe and it doesn't feel safe for honest sharing to be met with hostility. And one last point, you may not really know how you'd like things to go differently until you've both talked about it for a while. This is another reason why it's a good thing to help your partner feel safe in this exploration, always remembering you're on the same team. Okay, so that wraps up our what to talk about topic number nine, how would you like things to be different? In the next episode, we explore the final what to talk about topic number 10, how's it going? <music>